<laughs> hey, look, have you ever been in the service, heard the word, experienced it, it uplifted you, it encouraged you? You tell people after the service, wow, that was a great word. Or maybe after the, the television show, wow, that was great. Go out to eat. I want to say, hey, you went to church today? Yeah. What was the, what was the service about? What was the word? What did he preach on? Um... <laughs> well, we're going to talk about why that happens and much more here on this episode of Couples Pursuit Live Bible Study Edition. Yes. Couples Pursuit. Hello, this is Vincent. I'm Valerie Woodard. Woodard. And on this episode of Couples Pursuit Live, we're going to talk about the integrity of God's word. Amen. Amen. Hey, let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you. We adore you. We thank you, God. We thank you for a time like this. We thank mm-hmm. you to be able to experience and also to share your word with your people, God. Lord, let the words fall on the ears that want to hear God. And let us preach, Lord. Let us teach, Lord, from the yes. place that you have put it in our hearts to teach from, God. Lord, we love you. We adore you. We thank you. Thank we you, take Lord. this not lightly. We give you all the honor, all the glory, all the praise. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray and say amen. 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 So, wow, the integrity of God's word. It's the strength. The word integrity is the strength. It's the power. It's the virtue. And the reason why it's titled that way, because we want you to understand, once you get this teaching inside of you, once you get a grasp of the power of God's word, not having to totally understand everything. But once you get the power that it, it, it is powerful, mm-hmm. once you get this deep down inside, man, you will blossom, you will grow, you will you will be able to do so many things that you never even fathom, I believe, because you you know that God's word is true. You believe God's word is true and it's settled down in your spirit. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh, it's a verse that uh, it's it's the parables of the seed, and that's how we want to we want to come from. That we want to come from Mark four, and really that that whole uh, chapter. We was going is really what I kind of want to base this teaching around is Mark around the twenty sixth chapter. But I feel we probably just need to read the whole thing. Do I have it? The twenty sixth verse. Mm-hmm. No, just Mark four. Mark yeah. four. Let's okay. start. Let's start. From two, Mark two, Mark chapter four, verse two, and let's go down to let's stop at nine. Let's give it a bookmark right there. Okay. Yeah. You want me to read? Oh, you can. Mark four, mm-hmm. verse two, all the way to nine. Mm-hmm. The CSB version says, "He taught them many things in parables, and in his teachings, he said to them, listen." Consider the sower who went out to sow. As he sowed some seed, fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured it. Other seed fell on rocky ground where it did not have much soil, and it grew up quickly since the soil wasn't deep. When the sun came, it scorched. It was scorched, excuse me, uh, and since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns came up and choked it and it did not produce fruit. Still other seed fell on good ground and it grew up and produced fruit that increased 30, 60, and 100 times. Then he said, let anyone who has ears, let him hear, ears to hear, listen, I'm sorry. Anyone, let anyone who has ears to hear, listen. 
right that's 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 powerful jesus is speaking to um a group of people um could include people that believe in him believe on him or could it just be they come to see all the miracles and all the things that jesus were doing and he told this parable to them mm-hmm. and he told them how that you can get a seed, you can plant it, but if you don't, if you just plant it on rocks, it won't grow. If you plant it on um, a path, you just get seeds and you just sprinkle it along the path. He said the birds will come and devour it. Mm-hmm. So other seeds fell on rocky ground and didn't have much soil. So it might have had a little bit of root, you know, but it didn't really have, it didn't go deep enough. Mm-hmm. To actually get a good root so it can grow forth. Mm-hmm. And he talks about how it was good um, suns, it was scorched, and then also some didn't have any root and it withered away. But other seeds fell on good ground mm-hmm. and it grew up and producing fruit that increased mm-hmm. 30, 60, and 100 times. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, no, no, it's not teaching you how to be a farmer. It's, this is not, you know, one of those things. This is one of the things. The principle that when you plant a seed in good ground, it not only just comes back and produce that seed, but it produces multiple seeds. But we don't really know how it happens. We don't really understand the power that's within that seed. We don't understand how within that seed. Not it seems like you can even maybe just get one more seed out of it, but that seed can produce so much more, and that's the integrity of God. That's the power of God's word. He's already relating to. He tells us later on, and we're going to read that that God's word is like that seed when it's planted in good ground that it mm-hmm. produces. But you, but you have to believe in the fact that it will produce. We're not guessing. This is not something. But you have to plant. It has to be sowed in good ground, and it has to be kept inside. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's good. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I had a conversation. I've had several conversations with someone that we know and love dearly who struggles with um, receiving the word of God. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I shared with them is this. If you refuse to believe it, you will not get the understanding Mm -hmm. of it. You won't understand. It will not take root in your heart because you're resisting it. And, um, you know, this person has had many, many struggles in their life. And, you know, although God is available to to them, they confess that, you know, I won't ask him. Mm -hmm. I I, I won't ask him. They don't necessarily read the word with... with, um, intent to understand it but rather reading with frustration and some doubt and scrutiny and that type of thing and it's like you know when when Jesus was asked why do you speak mm-hmm. in parables that's one of the reasons why their hearts are not turned towards me if mm-hmm. your heart is turned toward God you will be able to take the word that's given to you if you if you allow that word to sit in your heart to seep in your heart if you meditate on it day and night then you will be able to receive and understand and what you don't understand you're able to ask for wisdom and understanding um and so your heart has to be good ground that's right for the word and that's the point that once you like once you grasp this now we don't understand the seed we don't understand how it can produce and later on read the verse that on wife um with reference to uh, Mark 
the same chapter, Mark 4, verse 10. Mm -hmm. It says, when he was alone, those around him with the 12, talking about the disciples, mm -hmm. asked him, Jesus, about the parables. Mm -hmm. He asked, he answered them, the secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you, mm -hmm. but to those outside, everything comes in parables. Like the, mm -hmm. they're, they really can't understand. If I give it, you, you can't understand this. You're not gonna really understand the deeper meaning on behind it. Mm -hmm. And Jesus knew that. He knew that he did. He wanted them to. They want to um, be more. They want to know more. Come back and get more. Mm -hmm. You know. I think it's it's not a coincidence that we hear the story of Nicodemus in the Bible. That okay, Jesus told stories. Yeah. yeah. And he came back to get. I said, okay, I need a little more. Mm -hmm. You know. And the same thing with these disciples is, you know, there's like Jesus, why do you speak? I need, I need to understand. I want to understand more. It's a, it's a great verse that I love to read in Mark 7. I mean, Matthew 7, 7. It says, ask, ask and it will be given. Seeking you shall find. Knocking the door shall be open. It's amazing how um, Jesus doesn't say, well, y'all, you know, y'all will never know. If you don't know by now, you'll never know. But he mm -hmm. keeps he keeps on saying, look, it's parables. You just have to understand. If you want more, let me tell you a little more. But let's, it goes on a little bit more. The parable of the sower explained. Okay. Mark 4, 13. Again, this is the CSB version. Then he said to them, don't you understand this parable? How then will you understand all of the parables? The sower sows the word. Some are like the words sown on the path. When they hear immediately, Satan comes and takes away the words sown in them. So that's why I led off this Bible study with, and I ask you, sometimes you're in service or you listen to a word, you can hear it preached on TV, or you can hear it preached in real life right in front of you. And it's like, wow, that's a great word. It's edified. I feel good. I'm enriched. I'm in, I'm, you know, I feel like I could take on the world, but we really never take notes. You know, we really never go back and read the scriptures for ourselves to get deeper understanding. Mm -hmm. and, and then the day rolls by sometimes, some the next day, and you're like, wow, I I don't really, what was, what did he say again? You know, mm -hmm. I, I, didn't, I didn't get it. Well, what Jesus is saying here is the principle that, that can happen when you don't sow this word that you get deep down in your heart. Mm -hmm. Because if you just leave it laying around, Satan knows that you really don't cherish it that much because you didn't really put it down deep in your heart. You didn't put it away. You let, just left it out. And just like the birds would come and scoop the seeds up and carry it away, that's what Satan would do with the world, with the worries of this world, with carries of this world. You know, your car can give you, give you some issues. You know, you worry about the house payment. You know, you just so many other things. You're like, wow. I never went back to read that word. I never went back to study because it was so many other things that kind of pressed your way and, and Satan knows that sometimes. Mm -hmm. But if you get that word and you actually take notes, it's, it's a, a, a church we go to and um, the pastor, he does this thing where he, he, he preaches a sermon and um, after the sermon, maybe later on that day or maybe the <laughs> next day, he'll send a text out. He'll say, okay, okay, saints, tell me what you learned. And, um, he said, "Give me four things. <laughs> give me four things. Give me four that things you that you learn." <laughs> and it's, it's amazing. Today. Some people can, can get irritated by that, but I'm just like, I see, I see what he's doing. Just, to, just 
knowing, reading the word, and, I, and especially understanding this principle right here, mm-hmm. that if you don't get this now, before the night settles, you know, before the carriers of the words of this world can mm-hmm. can come and try to take it away, you might not. I'm not saying you will not, mm-hmm. but you might not get a song planted in your heart. Well, and, it's good to just to to remind yourself mm-hmm. because. You know, uh, the word also says that word have I hid in my heart, Mm -hmm. you know, and I meditate on that day and night to meditate is to just think over, to roll it over and over and over in your mind. And if you're able to do that, then it gets down in your heart, because Mm -hmm. also the word says, as a man thinketh, so is he. So if you concentrate on that word, if you meditate on that word, then it becomes a part of your life. And so that that becomes the good ground. It gets it gets. nurtured on the inside and you don't see it working but you feel it working Mm -hmm. you know so then you began to speak what that word says you know and i believe it was a little bit further up in uh, matthew chapter 4 um jesus said he answered he said it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of god Mm -hmm. so we need more than to eat and drink and sleep and be and take care of ourselves we need to take care of our spirit take care of our of our body take care of our soul and in nurturing our spirit we do that with the word Mm -hmm. of god yeah that was matthew Uh, matthew Matthew four Four. Uh exactly Mm -hmm. and and we don't we don't know Mm-hmm. We don't understand. But I believe that's the, the beauty of it. Like, I don't have to understand how seed works to, to work. You know, if I'm a farmer and I plant corn, and I plant in good ground, and I water, and I cultivate it, it's going to produce corn. It's right. going to produce stalks. You know, and then when it does, I know from that, I can get more seed to plant in the ground and produce more. Mm-hmm. So you, it doesn't have to understand the inner workings of what happens inside of that. Same thing about the word. When the word is planted in your heart, your heart, the the seed is fertile ground. The ground was made to produce. When you when you put something in the ground, you put a seed in the ground. The ground is already made, or whatever the chemistry makeup of it, it's mm-hmm. already how God made it to be. It was made to produce that fruit to, to cultivate that fruit and give the nurturance it needs from the rain or whatever from the sun whatever it needs is it was made for that but your heart is the same way mm-hmm. your heart was made for the word mm-hmm. you know you hear you say we'll hide the word in our heart you know, my wife just referenced that why <laughs> it all comes together i'm laughing because i really just got the revelation myself you hide the word in your heart because your heart was made to produce fruitfulness from that word when the word gets planted in your heart your heart knows what to do with it already you don't have to try to tell it what to do you yeah. can you can you can't keep other issues the way you do have responsibility to do that but your heart is like i got the i got it i got right. it i got it and now i'm gonna watch it grow you know jesus in, in john three sixteen, it says for god to love the world in this way that that whoever that he said his only begotten son that whoever believes in him mm-hmm. Well, what are we believing in mm-hmm. Jesus? Mm-hmm. We believe that he came that we might have life and have life more abundantly. We believe that he came to take away the sins of, of the world. Mm-hmm. We believe that he came to heal mm-hmm. heal us. That's that's what I'm talking about. You don't really have to understand how how is Jesus doing this? How are these things happening? You don't but it's the word. Jesus is the word says in, in, in John mm-hmm. he is the word and the word dwelt among, among us 
Mm-hmm. And that's actually with reference to an Old Testament um, scripture. But I'm saying we don't we don't have to. And we get stuck sometimes. I know I used to get stuck when I'm reading the Bible. I'm like, wow, I really did. I didn't get that part. What's going on with that part? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just like, oh, man, so I'm just going to pause and take a break. Instead of like pressing my way through it and mm-hmm. reading it, you know, and getting the mm-hmm. the the Mark three, the Mark five, you know, and then putting it all together, I'm like, right. I don't get this part. Yeah. Right. I don't get yeah. this part. Right. <laughs> it's you know, it's it's so it's so good when you talk about the not knowing. Mm-hmm. The not knowing is we don't see what happens underground. Mm-hmm. The farmer knows, and farmers in different areas and different countries and different parts of the world grow certain crops mm-hmm. at certain times of the year. And the ground in those areas for those crops are fit for fit for that. Certain things that would, would grow in, in North Carolina, which is where we are, um, may not grow in Brazil mm-hmm. at the same time that, you know, we don't know that. But what the farmer does know is this ground is fit for this seed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so when we say yes to God Mm -hmm. and say yes to Jesus this ground is fit for your seed Mm -hmm. for your word Mm -hmm. and then when we are supposed to do what we're supposed to do which is hide that word in our heart that we might not sin against him when we are able to be hearers of the word and doers of the word then it does grow up in us and we don't see it happen but it happens. It happens supernaturally. Mm-hmm. It happens in God's timing. Mm-hmm. But it does happen. Mm-hmm. And so although we don't understand the process of... It's like a little kid. I'll say this. Children know when you ask most little kids, they say, where do babies come from? Mm-hmm. From mommy's tummy, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> when they get a little bit older, they get some other other understanding about anatomy and all that, but they know babies come, mom's stomach gets mm-hmm. big, and then a baby comes out. Mm-hmm. So that's how it happens. And some kids think, oh, well, mom and dad were kissing. <laughs> so that's how it happens, right? From what they hear. Mm-hmm. But they don't have to understand the inner workings of intercourse and, and intimacy in order to know that the baby comes from mom's belly. That word that is in our heart, it gets in and it impregnates us with his with 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 God's word. Mm-hmm. It impregnates us with his his um uh revelations. And we don't know how that happens, but if you don't take the word and plant it How can a man hear without a preacher? Mm -hmm. How can he preach unless he be sent, right? The word is sent to us through the man and the woman of God for our hearing so that we can learn and they're able to expound on it. But then we're able to go home and meditate on it. Mm -hmm. We're able to go home and regurgitate what was said. We're able to go and look at, like you said, if we're reading from from uh, Mark chapter four, well, if we started at verse 13, let's go up to verse 1. Or mm-hmm. let's go back to Mark 3 and see yeah. what's happening there. Mm-hmm. And then let's see what happens after that. Yeah, what came before the therefore? Right. What came before the <laughs> henceforth? Oh, that means right. something really good. And, then, <laughs> and I'll tell you the truth. Surely. <laughs> well, what, when the word happened? And so you want to know. And then as you begin to see um, and hear the parables, you get a better understanding. So God is not, Jesus wasn't doing this to to fool us or to be the riddler or to keep us at bay but it's just the way that it was he said Mm -hmm. he would use the foolish things 
um, to confound the wise. When he came on the scene, men were wise in their own hearts. Mm -hmm. They were very religious. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, the teachers and the leaders and the rulers of that day thought they had God in a bag, mm -hmm. right? And they embodied what what it meant. And they were expecting Jesus to come high and lift it up. And he came in such a way that he could not be denied mm -hmm. that the youngest person could understand and that the oldest person could understand. Mm -hmm. And you referenced Nicodemus before. Nicodemus, you know, he was a well-known leader as well. But he came to him at, by night. You know, he's like, well, I want to know a little bit more. I want to know a little more. Because even though he was who he was, it was like that pricked something he said, pricked his heart. Well, mm -hmm. how can I be born again um, of a woman? And in his natural mind, he's thinking, how can I enter again into my mother's womb? And he was like, no, you don't understand. You yeah. must be born of the water mm -hmm. and, the, and, and the, the blood. And <laughs> that is the, the, the integrity of God's word. It's like it's yeah. so powerful that you, you really can't uh, digest it all. All this mm -hmm. is great to have to be able to go back to it. The first I want to get to when we, when we started this is all the way down. It's still in Mark, but it's chapter around the 26th um, chapter. 26 verse. 20, mm -hmm. 26, um, Mark chapter 4, verse 26. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, but read it 29. Okay. Uh, Mark 4, 26. The kingdom of God is like this, he said. A man scatters seed on the ground. He sleeps and rises night and day. The seed sprouts and grows, although he doesn't know how. The soil produces a crop by itself. First the blade, then the head, then the full grain of the head. As soon as the crop is ready, he sends for the sickle because the harvest has come. Exactly, exactly. Remember in verse 14 of Mark, um, it said that the seed is the word of God. If Jesus is still using... He's not talking in parables, but he's still using that example mm -hmm. of what happens when you sow a seed into the ground. Because he want, I believe that he wanted to give this illustration that the growth comes in stages. Mm -hmm. That when you plant the seed, he says, first comes um, the blade. First come the blade. Mm -hmm. Then yeah, the head. Then the head. So you get this word in your heart. And you're like, wow, I still, I still might not get it. But you you understand that a little more than mm -hmm. you did the first time you read it. Mm -hmm. Right? Right? Mm -hmm. you, I, that happened, this happened to me. I was like, wow, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get that. I, oh, so in Genesis, when Jesus said that um, his her seed shall bruise your head, you mm -hmm. would strike his heel, but it would bruise your head. Heel wow. Your head, hmm, yeah. That's yeah. interesting. In Genesis, he said that to Eve. About her seed that grew. You tell talking to the serpent. We talking about Jesus. Right. <laughs> and I did not get that revelation the first time. I didn't know that. But it, I think it's important to point out in twenty seven, Mark four twenty seven. Um, he says he sleeps and rises day and night. That mm -hmm. talks about the process, mm -hmm. the longevity. Because you can't put a seed in the ground today and get the um and be ready to pull your sickle out for the harvest tomorrow it mm -hmm. doesn't work that way mm -hmm. so it takes time to do that so you do that in that time you meditate on what you know and you add to what you know mm -hmm. and he increases you in knowledge and you increase in faith and then you increase in understanding you increase in wisdom and all of that is blooming and growing inside of your heart inside of your spirit so that you become uh more close to the things of God. Mm -hmm. So when you read the scriptures, you begin to read and you gain revelation from mm -hmm. what from what you read. And man, so 
and I reference Genesis a lot because it's, it's the Bible. It's, it's it can paints a, a, a such a clear picture without one part of the book. Some say, "Well, I don't read the Old Testament." Well, I think you're missing mm. a lot of things, especially missing. First of all, you're missing a lot of genealogy and how things came to be, and just understanding some history. Foundation. You know, first you get knowledge, and from knowledge you get understanding. From understanding, you get wisdom. Mm-hmm. So I think you're. Um, really doing the knowledge part of the service because you're really not understanding mm-hmm. the whole genealogy well anyway but the principle of seed time mm-hmm. and i'm making a little side note here it, it said um it said in genesis chapter 8 21 he said god told he was speaking to noah after noah came from out the ark mm-hmm. and he had um you know sent the flood and all the people that survived was noah's family Mm-hmm. And he said to Noah, he said, I would never again curse the ground because of human beings. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest time, cold and heat, mm-hmm. summer and winter, mm-hmm. and day and night will not cease. Mm-hmm. But Vince, why is that important? Because he's saying it's the, the principle. I believe when, when the ground was... Uh, uh, this is just me reading. I'm saying to myself, well, why would God make that distinction? Wouldn't it always be that way? He said he created, you know, a day, he created night. Wouldn't it always be that way? But maybe not in that order. I don't know. But he was saying that from here on, from this point on out, you know, I don't know if summer came first and then it went straight to winter, then went to fall. I don't know. But I'm saying from that point on, he said that this is how it's going to be. That's the principle. The principle is this, from seed time, there will be harvest time. Mm-hmm. And so this is way back in Genesis, and we're talking in 2022 today, that he's still teaching the same principle. Man, that has to mean that it's, it won't change. As long as you plant seed in good ground, you plant word in good ground, it will produce fruit. Yeah, it'll bring a harvest. <laughs> it will bring a harvest, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, th- I think it's... And, um, so important for you to really grasp this this point right here you're not going to understand every nuance that takes place and how it can impact your life well how can you know i be healed of whatever i'm healed from how can um i actually pray for someone else to get healed or get delivered you know how does all of these work i don't really understand but jesus told the disciples and from henceforth, those 12 produce us so much more mm-hmm. disciples. He said, greater works than, than these. What he did, what we saw, what disciples saw Jesus do, greater works than these that we would do. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't just speaking to that group and then everything else died off. You know, so every disciple that they made mm-hmm. up to this day. Generation after generation. Generation after, after generation. generation. Mm-hmm. So that means that healing is still working today. That means mm-hmm. abundant life is still in play today. Mm-hmm. That means that we're we st- we is still a principle in place today. All because of the integrity of God's word. All because of the power of God's word. It never fails. It's, it's amazing how my wife is a worshiper. Man, oh, she sings mm-hmm. so beautifully. And I'm, I'm not just saying that. I'm probably bringing it up because I'm her husband. But if I didn't know her, I would say the same thing. And it's important that um, when she goes, when she goes before people, this is not about her. Mm -hmm. When a worshiper goes before people, let me say that. Some people's like, he just loves his wife. He's talking about his wife. 
But when a worshiper goes before people, it's like they have to, if sometimes they feel like they have to work, they have to churn the ground, have to get the people up. Okay, you know what? Just raise your hands. You know, just stand up. Just give God praise. you like, man, they're just trying to get a show on. No, it's not about a show. What they're doing is trying to get you ready Preparing for this. Yeah. <laughs> they're trying to get, they're trying to get this. We, they know you're good ground because you hear You want to hear the word. Mm-hmm. But we, we have to do some work. It's not just, and you can have a piece of ground, but if it goes untilled, mm-hmm. if it goes unworked, then you put a seed on it. It's, it even though it's good ground under all that crust, it's, the seed is not going to fall in there. Yeah. So when, when you go to, when you go, next time you go to a service, and you know it's like, well, just give give the God the highest praise, mm-hmm. and you like, I'm just here to hear the word. You know, I got <laughs> I got a real good picture when you were talking about that, and I get what you're saying because mm-hmm. I used to be early. Early on, I used to be, and I'll say 15, 20 mm-hmm. years ago, maybe, the worshiper, you all got to praise. Come on, get up, so and so and so. And it was like, you know, I got the revelation. No, that's mm-hmm. not your job. Mm-hmm. That's not your job. The picture that I got was soil mm-hmm. with the seed just laid right on top of it. Mm-hmm. Hard, hard soil with the seed laid on top. And what happens is nothing. <laughs> it just blows away. Nothing. <laughs> it could dry up. It might get a little moist. You might get a little bit of a sprout, but most of it is exposed and nothing is going to happen. But if you if you if you break up that ground mm-hmm. and you push that seed in there into that darkness, mm-hmm. into the unknown. Right. Like we were talking about, you don't know what happens. Push that seed down into that ground. Then water can get in. Nutrients can get in. Light can get in. All of that. And and then they become enveloped. That's what needs to happen Mm -hmm. when you when you go before God. So as a worshiper, for me now, what I do is I just worship God in front of people. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think those are one of the most powerful um, I, people when I see them worshiping when I go to a service and mm. I see the praise and worshipers worshiping when I see the, the pastor the speaker like getting in when they just over there they're not just like well you know yeah it's not protocol it's not just minutes. a part of it you know when I <laughs> when I see those people sometimes man I used to work the audio booth and stuff mm-hmm. and I had to just step out for a second and just like get my praise on you yeah. know because because I need I need my ground to be tilled. I need to get myself ready in the right mindset. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm, I'm at church, you know, a lot. And yeah, I hear the word a lot. But every time I hear it, every time I hear, it, I always, I never go away. But like, you no, know, I heard that one before. You can preach Genesis chapter one every Sunday, <laughs> every Sunday. and you can get something and I, different. Wow, wow! You can get something different because. The word never gets old Mm -hmm. and we are always in a different, we are often in a different position. What I heard at 25, I heard differently at 35. What I heard at 35, I heard differently at 45. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't gotten to 55 yet, but (laughs) what I heard at 45, you know, at 50, I heard differently. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it, it, it benefits us to receive the word Mm -hmm. As if it is the most precious thing, because it is. Mm-hmm. It is the most precious thing. You know, our life is in that. Mm-hmm. Our help and our hope is in that. And if we plant that word in our heart, number one, we're not going to sin against him. Number two, we have we have uh, tools. That's right. We have something to fight with. 
we have something that fortifies our belief mm-hmm. in God, that fortifies our strength and our faith in God. And we're able to use the word because life and death is in the power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. We can speak both. We can speak both curses and blessings out of this mouth, but we can decree and declare a thing because like like the Trinity, we are three parts, right? The Trinity is God, the Father, God, uh, the Son. Um, God the Father, Jesus the Son, and then Holy Spirit. We are spirit, soul, and body. God spoke and a thing came to be. We're made in his likeness and in his image. We will have what we say. What are you going to say? Are you going to say what's in the word? Or are you going to say what you're thinking or what you're feeling? Yeah, yeah. And, and you could be in a place right now where you're like, okay, well, you know, um, that my ministry is not really taking off like I want to. You know, mm-hmm. so there's some things in my life that hasn't really taken off like I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, the principle is still the same. He says that as soon as the crop is ready, mm-hmm. he sends forth the sickle. And mm-hmm. because the harvest has come, mm-hmm. so, you know, if you keep planting this word in your heart mm-hmm. and then cultivating it and then just letting it, your heart do its thing, letting your spirit do its thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying your heart is your spirit, but I'm just saying it's deep down inside. We're deep inside there. You're putting that word and you're just letting it grow and you're just thinking and you're meditating on it. Mm-hmm. And like, you're just like, wow, okay, I heard that. I heard, oh, okay. And now it's growing and you're seeing fruit being produced. Mm-hmm. So now you're able to like be ready to be used. Yeah. You got a point now you can actually go out because now you're able to produce fruit and from fruit comes more seeds seeds. (laughs) Mm, that's good and it changes it changes you so even if if you're looking for an expectant end like you're saying I'm waiting for this harvest to come up in the meantime what's happening when you plant a seed you don't just stand over it and watch it Mm -hmm. right because what could you be doing in the time that you're standing over it and watch it go and plant another seed. Mm-hmm. Go and plant another exactly. seed. Go back and get another seed mm-hmm. to be implanted in you. And then when it when it's due season, it's going to grow up, right? That's right. And then one harvest will get you to the next. What comes in the spring will sustain you to the fall. What comes in the fall will sustain you during the winter. What comes in the winter will sustain you, you know? So we, we can't just stand there and be like, well, I heard one thing and I'm just waiting on it to happen. Mm-hmm. Keep moving, keep receiving, keep eating, keep meditating. I'm, oh gosh, we're, we're over time, but I want to share this testimony with you. Um, I had a dream many, many years ago and um, it was a dream where I, I have an aversion to snakes. I actually have a fear of snakes and it's, it's I, I wrestle with that because I'm like, Lord, I'm not supposed to be afraid of anything, right? This is your creation. But I have this dream where I'm in a shower. I'm in the shower and I open the shower curtain and there's the snake and it's standing up on its tail and its mouth is 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 here, right? In front of my face. And I, even though I'm afraid, I grab it and it unhinges its mouth. So the head and the eyes go back this way and the jaw goes this way. And but it because I have a hold of it, right? It cannot bite me. It's it's you know wiggling, but it can't bite me. And so I go from that to coming out of the bathroom Mm. and I'm in a room, but the room is dark. And in that room is this duffel bag. And it's a duffel bag that I actually (coughs) owned. This little navy blue flimsy duffel bag. And in that bag was the Bible, right? And um, there was also a snake, a short one. Mm. It was short 
and it was fat. I remember something. The one in the shower was long and lean and everything. And then it took me a while. I asked the prophetess at the church where I was at the time. And she was like, you're going to need to pray about that because I don't have a revelation. Ask the Lord what it means. And what he told me, he said, it's like this. When, of course, the Bible was his word and the, the snake being short and fat was abnormal because the snake is supposed to grow to be long and thin and, and lean, right? And he said, my word is like this. He said, the people come every Sunday, Sunday after Sunday, after Sunday, after Sunday, they eat my word and they don't digest it. Mm. They don't digest wow. it. And so their growth is stunted. So you come and you just stuff it down. And it, if it doesn't digest, if you don't take it in, if you don't get a revelation, mm. if you don't meditate on it, you're not able to process it. Mm. And it just stays there. And you're just full, fat, stuck, stunted in your growth, full of the word, but never coming to the full knowledge of who God is. And what he's saying is, learn of me. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Learn my word. Then you can repeat what I've said. You can have what I say, but you've got to know what I said in order to repeat what I said so that you can have what I said. (laughs) Right? And I was like, wow. And the most interesting thing about that was it was several weeks before I got the revelation. Mm. But when I got the revelation, I had the dream at home, of course, but I got the revelation. I was kneeling beside someone at the altar in prayer. She was speaking in tongues and God she was speaking the revelation of the dream to me. <laughs> oh, there we go. She didn't know that, but I got up and I shared that with the congregation. I was like, wow, mm. he's so amazing. That is dumbfounding yes. to people. Many people would be like, oh, she lying. That's not true. She making that up. But I promise you, mm. I didn't make that up. God is always speaking. Yes. he. God, I mean, it's, people make him out to be so mystified and you know God only, only has three answers for every prayer that you have <laughs> it's a yes or no and not, or not yet it's we make it we make him to be the word good and God's will and God's time we, he, he told you what his Lord will and time it is he's you know, willing I, I, was, I, was, I wasn't healed so it must be God's will no God said we have healing mm-hmm. now if we're not healed that we must be talking about the not yet part mm-hmm. because <laughs> he said I have healing you know yeah. it's, it's not like oh I just give up I don't really know what else to do no 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 go back and read what he said yes and it's still there and confess what he said mm-hmm. because we can confess we can have faith you know some people say well I don't have faith you know I don't believe in anything you do you should do mm-hmm. you do believe in something mm-hmm. and we can have faith in in sickness we can have faith in cancer. We can have faith in diabetes. We can have faith in in death. We can have faith in generational illness. We can mm-hmm. have faith in anything that we choose to put our time, attention, and belief towards. But we are supposed to have faith in God. Mm-hmm. The evidence. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Sometimes we speak of things hoped for. And, and evidence of things not seen in in the negative. Why not put that into the word? Mm-hmm. Learn what he says because when you repeat it, there's so much power in what you say. Mm. I get on my child's nerves, the baby girl sometimes, because she has this thing she likes to say now, if something is funny or it just knocks her out, she's like, I'm dead. I'm like, stop saying that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't say that. Mom, I'm just, no, don't say that. Mm-hmm. 
I'm, you're not dead. Don't mm-hmm. repeat that. <laughs> it might seem trivial, but you have what you say. You have what you say. Yeah. You have what you say. So if you are you right you right now and you're like, well, that's a vow. I want to know this Jesus that you know. I want to know the integrity of God's word. I want to know what this power, this character, this strength. You know, I want to get to a place where I believe that if I plant it in good ground, mm-hmm. that it will produce fruit. Mm-hmm. Got great news for you. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, if you pray this prayer, that if you believe that God, you believe that God loved the world in this way, mm-hmm. that he gave his only son, that whoever should believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life, mm-hmm. that you will be saved, not a mite, you will. If you confess yes. with your mouth that Jesus is the Son of God and you believe in your heart and mm-hmm. God raised him from the dead, you should. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. And the rest of it is seed time and harvest. Yes. Seed time and harvest. Mm-hmm. It's with the heart that one believes into righteousness. Mm-hmm. But it's with the mouth one confesses or professes mm-hmm. salvation. Mm-hmm. But that's you today, I pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray that you show yourself to this person mightily in a mighty way, God. Mm -hmm. Lord, let them come before you right now confessing their sins, Lord. And also asking, what must they do to be saved? They say, if you confess your sins, you will be saved. You believe on me. And they believe in you, God, like they're coming to you right now. I just ask you to, to let them feel the assurance that you're there with them right now and whatever that they're in they say I want to be saved mm-hmm. and so you said if we say that prayer we confess with our mouth and we mm-hmm. believe in our heart and if that's you today say Lord I make you listen Jesus I make you the Lord of my life mm-hmm. I believe that you died for me mm-hmm. and that God raised you up from the dead I confess my sins to you Please cleanse me and save me today. Amen. Amen. If that's you, man, welcome to the family. Congratulations. <laughs> We're so happy. Please leave us a comment down below. We answer every, every one of them. Yeah. We look at them, and I'm just so incredibly, joyfully happy. It said the angels rejoice. Yes. When someone. Over one. Yes, over one. So I just thank you so much for allowing share, allowing us to share in that experience with you. And if you know someone that would enjoy this Bible study, please share this with them. Please like. And if you're on our YouTube page, 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 please subscribe. It just helps us out. It lets us know you're out there. Yes. And then it also shows other people like, hey, this is something good. Let me check it out. Because we're talking about the integrity of God's word. It's so powerful. And our joy is to share it with as many people as we can. Amen. Amen. (laughs) We thank you for being with us tonight. We know we took you over probably about 15 minutes, but I pray that it was worth it. Go back and listen again. Jot down those scriptures. Read those scriptures and apply them to your life. Um, We love you and we want God to uh, give you his best. And so until next time, may the Lord bless you. May he keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you and give you peace. Is in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Amen. We'll see you next time on Couples Pursuit Bible Study Edition. Bye. Bye.